We are learning Daf Chav Tes. We're starting from Chav Ches Amid Beis, right at the bottom of the Amud, right where the Gemara starts analyzing after the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said that a father is able to make his son into a Nazir. Now, we're not talking, you know, a suggestion. We're talking that the father says, you're a Nazir, and then the kid is a Nazir. Now, the Mishnah had a couple points here, that the father can say that the son is the Nazir. The implication is that a mother cannot say that a son is a Nazir. There's no such idea like that. And further... Uh, the Mishnah said that then the responsibility to bring the Karbanos at the end of the term would fall on the father. The father would bring the Karbanos. A third point that the Mishnah mentioned is that the son or there's someone else in the family can protest. They can basically, you know, uh, say this is too hard. They shave their head right away. <clears throat> they refuse to accept the Naziris and that's valid also. So the Gemara tries to make sense of this all. First of all, it sounds like it's only something that a father does, but not something a mother does. My time, what's the reason? Rabbi Yochanan Amar, you can't ask questions. In other words, it's not an intuitive thing. It's a simply, it applies only to a father, not a mother. Says the Gemara, second approach, Rabbi Yochanan It's actually Din Drabanan. And the Din Drabanan is a mitzvah of Chinuch. So in other words, there's a mitzvah of Chinuch that a father should educate his son and uh, how to observe mitzvahs that he might have to do when he becomes an adult. And this is just simply chinuch. And it seemed, you see very clear in the Gemara here, a very interesting principle, that uh, it, seems like, it seems like that there's an idea that chinuch is on things which aren't necessarily obligated to do. In other words, no, you don't have to make your nazir at any point, right? So what is this din? I'm going to machanach you how to be a nazir. The Torah is l'maisa to mitzvah. L'maisa to mitzvah that the Torah gives. If somebody wants to do it, this is the way you do it. These are the set of laws. These are the rules. And this is what you do. So a father, therefore, it sounds like, has that power. And he can, and, and, and he'll therefore will be binding with Rabbana. Now, does that mean so far to say that a father is obligated to do that? I see that it's covered by chinuch. Does that mean that a father has to do that? Or does the Mishnah mean that the power is Midrabana power because it is Chinuch if he does it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there and therefore you have to do it. It's a very interesting shail over here, whether uh, how we see Chinuch applying to Naziris. So the Gemara asks, and a big Nafkamina is that according to the first approach, that's a din daraisa. According to the second approach, that it's a din chinuch. Well, the din of chinuch is not a daraisa, right? Although the the print the concept may be somewhat biblical, but the, the actual din of chinuch is only darabana. So in which case, the naziris would only be a naziris mit darabana. Very big difference. Frankly, Mariachi, if it's only a din darabana, afilu ishanami, a woman also should be able to make naziris on her son. Why are we saying this is only a father? So the Gemara answers: Kasavar ishchayev lachanach benam mitzvahs and ishchayev lachanach benam. Rishlakish holds that a father is obligated to train his son how to fulfill a mitzvah, but a woman is not obligated to train her son. Interesting, you saw it over here, how um, there's no chinuch on the mother. This is actually the chief mar makom in all of Shas, that chinuch is not on the mother. This is it, right here. The Gemara is saying that if there's a, now, there's a lot of steers in this, Rashi's indicate otherwise, you might remember a Gemara in Sukkah, right at the beginning of Sukkah with Halini Hamalka, very famous Gemara. Uh, but the Sukkah could be higher than 20 Amos. The Gemara said she had seven sons, and uh, there had to be one, even if she was exempt, there had to be one of them who was Chayv and Chinuch with Rabbanon. That's what he mean. Here, this says in the Gemara that a woman's not Chayv. Maybe it, when, when the father's not there, then the mother is Chayv. Maybe the other approach in the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, he doesn't have to say that Chinuch is, is, is doesn't on the mothers. Maybe he disagrees with this point. Very unclear. But Akhopanam, what the Gemara is saying here is that Rishakish holds that a mother is not Chayv to train her son in mitzvahs. Says the Gemara, Bishlam Rabbi Yochanan, Allah Chabin Nazir, it's a good according to Rabbi Yochanan. He says, Allah Chabin Nazir, now we understand what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said that the father does it to his son, but the implication is not to his daughter. And obviously we could say, you know, once it's Allah Chabin Nazir, it's all, 
It's all fair play. It must be that, that, that that's all part of what was said at Sinai. It must be that that's all part of the halacha, and we can accept that. It's a din midrabanan that a father should train, should train his son. There's no din that chinuch is only on the daughter, is only on the son, not the daughter, the Gemara assumes. So if it's a din chinuch midrabanan, so you could train a girl as well to be a Nazi, right? A woman could be in Nazira. So why wouldn't you be training the daughter as well? Why wouldn't you be training the daughter as well how to, how to, be, how to accept Naziras? So why only a son? So the Gemara answers, No, Chinuch is only on a son. Chinuch is not on a daughter. Really interesting you say this again. Is that true? Is that halacha? Okay. Says the Gemara, Like Rabbi Yochanan, it's halacha, we're not dealing with an intuitive halacha. It's not chinuch. That's why I understand, or at least it is understandable, that it's only in Naziras, but not for other Nadar. Meaning, why, why, why is this coming up in, you know, Nazir Dafchav Ches from Beis? What about a Stam, a Neder? Some Stam, you know, train somebody. If, you, if, you, if you've accepted a, a voluntary vow, how do you keep it? So it could be that we're not dealing with the Din of Chinach. It's just Allah HaMashimitzin. Allah HaMashimitzin was only said on Naziris. El Reish Lakish, that it's based upon the Rabbanon of how to educate in mitzvahs. So if you're in a Dharm Nami, you should be in a Dharm as well. You know, it could be a good thing. Teach a kid how to, how to, keep, a, how to keep a Neder. So why is the mission only mentioning Naziris? So the Gemara answer is Lomi Bayikamer. The Mishnah is giving us a style of not not only this, but even this. Lomi Bayikamer. For sure, by Nadarim, where where there's no nivel. Nivel is like where you're 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 deprived by something, right? So that that for sure is father can do it. Another, okay, you're not going to do this or that. But a big deal. I feel when Aziras is nivel. The Chiddush and is that even Aziras, where you're depriving, it's going to be really hard. He can't cut his hair. He can't have his wine, right? I feel And here you see the Gemara slips in that word. I feel it sounds like in the Gemara that there's a chiv chinuch. It's not just, you know, an option of chinuch, it's a chiv. So, Akupanam, what the Gemara is saying is that like Reish Lakish, it went without saying that there's a din of chinuch on the darm. The Mishnah went and it said even further that even on his ears, which is really hard, he's depriving the kid of his, of his grape juice. Yeah, big deal. But still, we say that there, there's a. Uh, as a chiyav of chinuch to do such a thing, says the Gemara. B'shem Rabbi Yochanan, Allah Chabad Azir. It's called like Rabbi Yochanan said. It's Allah Chabad Mishmisinai Hanu Diktani. That could be the basis for the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, "Michol Shmichul Krovav." If the kid protests or the other family relatives, they don't like it. So then it's batal. It's very interesting. It's like the how do we make sense of that? You can make them another, but then they, if they if they protest, it's batal. You shouldn't ask so many questions. Allah Chabad Mishmisinai. Again, once it's once it's under that 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 a tradition, anything's up for possibility. But if we're going like the other view that it's a din what gives that power to the krovim to say don't teach mitzvahs? You know, let's say you're in the middle of you know buying buying your kid a lulav, he's going to learn how to shake a lulav, and the krovim, I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want. So that means that there's no, I don't want. So that what, what you have to train the kid. So what kind of business is this that there's if you protest to the naziras that then the mitzvah chinuch goes away? So look at this very interesting. You say it in the Gemara's answer. Which is not chashiv. Chashiv means like the kid doesn't see it as valuable. Meaning the kid doesn't want to do it. So then the kid doesn't want to do it as well. So in other words, basically, if his, if his relatives are all saying this is no good, as you know, everyone's upset at him. So the Rabbana didn't want to impose that upon the kid. Very nice. You know, Dark, you know, I'm sort of lying in the Gemara here. So there's no chi of chinach on something where it's, where it's unpleasing to the child. The whole yisoyed of chinach we see in the Gemara is that it should become pleasing. If it's not becoming pleasing, you know, his, pro, his relatives, everyone's upset about it. It's causing contention in the home, you know, so on and so forth. So that's not the chinach that the rabbis wanted. Fascinating stuff. So therefore, at that point, once he protests or the, the family protests, there's no chi of chinach. So what does that mean practically, right? So that means if, let's say, the kid says, Dad, I don't want to go to shul. You force him to go to shul. Is that wrong? 
That's why the kid is able to shave, which is normally what the Gemara is trying to bring out, is that when you shave all your hair, what are you doing wrong? You're shaving your pace, right? You're shaving the corners. When the Nazar shaves off all of the hair of his head, really he's doing an Isser. Now, if God said, God said, right? So that's part of why a Nazar does it. It's Taka and the Gemara and Yavamas. It's like a shtigl at Seytel So that's what's going on. The mitzvah of Giluach and Nazar overrides the general Isser of shaving. But that's all very good because there's a mitzvah. So according to Rabbi Yochan, it's Allah It's a biblical mitzvah that, that's taking place when he shaves the hair, of the, the hair, of the, the, the head of the kid. That's great. So he could shave Akafa. He could round off the edges of the hair. That's all wonderful. It's a darai, so he could push away the iser. But if you go like like Lakish, that the whole din over here is only a chiyav chinuch. It's only a din derabanan. How could a son shave? You're doing the iser. So, so if you're doing the iser, how could that be? How could a derabanan mitzvah of chinuch push away a din That's the Gemara's question. Now, what's the problem with the Gemara's question? Is that a kid is not doing an iser daraisa when he has his, when he has the hair cut because he's a kid? <laughs> what do you mean? How could the dinder abanan override lav that is daraisa? The lav is not daraisa on a kid. So after we showing him, it means madrabanan there wouldn't be mechayev al tchinuch to do something that is by nature an iser daraisa. Fascinating thing. In other words, even though chinuch is a dinder abanan, there's no kayach esay doicha leisa say klapi the chi of chinuch and what would imply by the cotton. It doesn't work like that. The rabbis, the svar would go the other way. The rabbis would never impose an educational purpose on the kid to do something which is against the law. Even though, what's fascinating about this, this assumption in the Gemara, even though had he been an adult, then he would have been allowed to do what else I say, because then it would have been a daraisa. But that's cool for what the Gemara holds that you don't say. The Gemara is saying, if Kehayom right now is a drabadan, it's only a drabadan from a biblical standpoint, he's not obligated in the midst of his years. So then, in, 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 in as much as that is true, the, the realm of education should not, should not apply to things which are fundamentally in Israel. So the Gemara answers, but Listen to this. Like, cutting off the payas means that the rest of the hair remains and you're only cutting off the corner. If you cut off all the hair on your head, you're not doing the daraisa. You're only doing the darabana. The Israel of cutting off the payas is only when you specifically are rounding the corner. When you stop and shave all the hair, that's only a drabanan. Chinach drabanan. Chinach has the same level. So very good. You're only doing an iser which by nature is drabanan, and you're doing chinach which is by nature a drabanan. So the chinach can override such an iser. So if you shave just the payas, so that's it's a darais. You're right. Chinach can't override. But since you're cutting off all the hair, and that's not an iser of on a darais level, that's only drabanan. So then we can understand that the drabanan is pushed away for the chinach. Says the Gemara Bishlam Rabbi Yochanan, Allah Ben Azur Bishlam, Allah Rabbi Yochanan. If you're counting over here, it looks like we're up to a sixth, a sixth question over here on Rish Lakish's perspective that it's a it's a din chinuch. Bishlam Rabbi Yochanan, Allah Ben Azur Bishlam, Allah Rabbi Yochanan. Say halach mashmi sinai alchol mukalech ma'isi karban. We understand that at the end of the term he's going to shave all the hair and then bring karbanos. It's great that he can bring karbanos. It's a daraisa. It's halach mashmi sinai. Elu Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yochanan, Rish Lakish kedei lechan chol b'mitzvos. But according to Rish Lakish, it's only din to rabbanan. Help him. Train for mitzvahs. There's an issue that you're not allowed to bring uh, animals to the base of Mikdash area and shech them there. It has to be that you only shech kudshim in the Azar. So what is kudshim? It's a carp. Now, let's say someone's not really a Nazir and they bring animals for their Naziris, quote unquote, when it's not really Naziris and they slaughter them there. That's textbook Chulim Azar. So from a biblical standpoint, that's what's taking place. The kid is not really a Nazir on the Darizal level. And there are these animals being brought in, which are coming to satisfy his 
his quote unquote chiyuch the zeros, which is only drabbanon. So that's kulum ba'azar. How is that allowed to be done? Must be it's a riot to Rabbi Yochanan that the, it's chal on the derisa level. Says the Gemara. Because kulum ba'azar, I love derisa. Rishlakish must hold that the iser of shafting a non kachim uh, animal in the base of mikdash is only a drabbanon. There's a whole discussion about this in Mesachas Kedushin. It's not really. There's no actually no real explicit pasuk in the Torah that says you can't shecht regular unconsecrated animals in the azar. There's no real pasuk that says that. Some people have a drasha, some people don't. So Rachel Akish is in the camp that there's no Isra Daraisa. If there's no Isra Daraisa, so then we don't have the issue of it being brought um, of it being brought to the Azar. Says the Gemara, Bishlam Yochan Malach bin Azar Achi, Kimitami, that's the Gemara, Machu Kon Malika, Bishlam Malik Rabbi Yochan, that it's a Daraisa, as all of which we see now. Now we can understand. What would happen if the sun become Tameh? The sun would become Tameh, so you'd have to go through the process. What a Nazar Tameh goes through. What's one of the things that the Nazar Tameh goes through? So what happens is he brings two birds. Remember, the Nazar Tami brings two birds, Chazasov and 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 and, Olosov and an Asha. Now, when you bring a bird offering in the in the base of what do you do? Do you slaughter the bird the regularly? No. In Kachim, I have to know a little bit of background here. In Kachim, you do Malika. You take the fingernail from the back, from the from the nape, uh, the back of the neck, and you do this very bizarre process of 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 of, of cutting cutting the the windpipe and the food pipe from the back. So that, and if you would do that to a regular, a regular bird, that would become an Avela. You're not allowed to eat it. By Chathas there's a very unique thing that the Kohen does that, and then the Kohen eat the meat of the Chathas It's only allowed to be done because it's Kachim. It's a very unique thing. It's like, you know, it's like really, if you think about it, there's like an anomaly when the Kohen actually eat an Avela. But that's what's supposed to be done by Kachim when a Malika is done. So Bisham, like Rabbi Yochanan, we all understand that it's supposed to be done. Those, those bird Karbanos are brought. And, and, the, and the coin will eat them even though they're killed through Malika because they're really necessitated. It's only a din. What's going to happen? Very good, we don't have a and bazara issue. But you're going to do Malika, right? You're going to do Malika on them. You're going to go through the process of doing it. And then the coin's going to eat it and he's going to eat Nevela. One thing you see from this Kamar, I just want to raise an issue just to see this a little better. So maybe don't do it. Maybe do all the Naziris minus that. You know, okay, so you won't do every last detail. He'll do the chinuch as much as we can, but if the chinuch will run into something which is against the Torah because it's only drabbanon, so we'll stop. We won't do that aspect. See, from the Gemara, it doesn't work like that. Chinuch is the full package. If it's not going to be the full package, then you know that's not what chinuch is. It's unbelievable. You say it comes up in different places in chinuch, but it sounds like this very much in the Gemara. You can't play the game. You can't play it differently than the halach is. You can't come, and when it's the kids, chatasov, you'll do a regular shkita. And then, it doesn't work like that. You can't do that. It, it's chinuch or it's not chinuch. What are you doing? So if it's really chinuch, then it has to be done in the regular way. But the Gemara is bothered. It's going to conflict with the halachas because klape the daraisa so is not kachim, which means that it's just stam the kohanim are eating the vela. How could that be? Says the Gemara, Sabri Gravis Rabbi Yudah, Mishlakish holds like the one tana, Rabbi Yudah, Damar in Shkita, Ofmanat Torah. One tana holds that birds do not require Shkita on a biblical level. Like, for example, fish don't require Shkita. You can just kill them and eat them, right? So one opinion holds that birds are like that as well. We don't possibly. We hold that birds very much, but the Raisa level could be in Avela. One tana holds not that way. Chulun Bazar, love the Raisa. And again, Chulun Bazar is not the Raisa. So therefore, all the issues, both of Chulun Bazar and of eating Avela, are all Madurabana. If it's all Madurabana, then the Chiv of Chinach is able to push that away. Okay, now, all of this is good if we are able to assume that that's the truth, that, 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 that Rabbi Yossi really holds that way, that Chulun Bazar is at the Rabbanan, and eating Nevelos, uh, oh, if it's only the Rabbanan. For is that really true? Is Rabbi Yossi really hold this? Is this really the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Tanya says in the price, Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yudah, so we're going to talk about something here. Let's jump into this. Okay, 
when you have, a, let's say, a Yoledes, a woman who gave birth, a Zava, a Mitzorah, there are people who bring Karbanos, right? People who bring Karbanos that are a pair of birds, Chadasov and Olasov. Now, what if you don't know if you have to bring the Karban? Let's say Yoledes gave birth to some sort of discharge and it's unclear if it was a real birth or not. Do you bring Chadasov and Olasov ala suffix? There's a very unique halacha that even though it's a suffix, you might say it's a chul and bazar issue, there's a very unique halacha that a chatasov is ba'a even al hasafik. Even if you don't know if you're supposed to bring chatasov, you still bring it. And that's what we're looking at right now. How do I know a chatasov is being brought out of doubt? However, the koanim don't eat it. You bring it, you squeeze the blood on the mizbeach, you do the meat of the chatasov, but you don't eat the meat of the chatasov. That's ba'a al hasafik. How do we know this? The Pasuk says, We talk about the din of these, you know, the Zav and Zava, the irregular discharges for a male and a female. So we compare as follows. Just as, now we're just prefacing, this is all obvious, but just as uh, a male, a person brings a, a carbon when he, when, he, when he does a sin, so to a female, a woman brings a, a, a carbon when she does a definite sin. That's not a Chiddush, we're just setting up what we want. Just as a male, when you don't know if you sin, you also bring a carbon. What carbon does a person bring if they don't know if they sinned? It's called an asham taloi. So if you ate chalev, you bring a chatas. If there were two pieces of meat, one was chatas, what was chalev and one was, one was mutter, and you don't know which one you ate, what's the halacha? You bring a special carbon called an asham taloi. So to a female, she should also bring this same thing if she had a... If she had a scenario where she doesn't know she sins, then she should um, she should bring she should bring as well. Again, this doesn't seem to be a huge uh, huge chedesh, but basically we're saying if a woman is not sure if she sinned as well, she has to bring has to get kapar. Uma zacher, just as a male, means you maybe have maybe It's the same type of animal, meaning. Both cases, you bring an animal other than a bird. In other words, whether it's a vadai, you're going to bring an animal, and if it's a suffix, you bring an animal. The same type of animal she brings for a definite situation. She brings for an uncertain situation. In other words, if, if, if she would have, if you have a female here who has a vadai chiyov to bring, uh, let's say she for sure gave birth, one of her birds will be, will be birds. So too, when it's a suffix, she brings those birds. Don't think it's like, you know, you bring something else entirely. Just like by the regular scenario of a sin with the pieces of chilev, it's still all our animals. So to hear when she has a chilev to bring birds, if she, let's say, gave birth. So if it's a suffix, if she gave birth, so then she will bring um, the same bird offering. Okay, a bird offering it will stay. Here we go. When you bring an Ashram Tali, what's the halacha? Even though you're bringing it misafik, right? That's the whole point of Ashram Tali. You don't know if you say in the Torah says bring a carbon. What happens? It's eaten. The Kohanim eat the meat. You might think that the female as well. You might think that when she's bringing the carbon, when she's bringing chatas of haba al hasafik, so I would say, that, um, that, 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 the, that the meat should be eaten by the carbon as well. So we say, we say that that's not true. Second here, place here, sorry, lost it. So Mara says, Amrit, no, you say that that's not true. How do we say that's not true? Lo, if you tell me when a male has an ashram tali that the carbon is eaten, top of the Ahmed Bez, shekane iser echad. That's a scenario where there's only one possible iser. What does the Gemara mean there's only one possible iser? The Gemara means, at worst, let's say you didn't eat the wrong thing. What potential iser do you have when you bring an Ashram Tali for no reason? Maybe Chulun Bazar. So all there is is one possible iser. Okay, big deal. So then you can eat the meat. Tomar Benekeva, how could I say the same thing about Chatasof Alasavi? Shishne Yisurim, there are potential two different Yisurim here. What does it mean there's potential of two different Yisurim? Ma'ishne Yisurim. What it means is, Lav Isr Nevela Bazar. 
It means there's two potential Yisurim. It could be it was Chulun Ba'azara. If let's say she didn't really give birth, it's Chulun Ba'azara. And it's Isr Nevela. Because on the side that it wasn't supposed to be that she didn't really give birth. So then the Kohen's Malika is just a regular unconsecrated bird that you know, you're eating as a, as a Nevela. So you have two potential Yisurim and that's goof for the reason why you don't eat it. So the Gemara is assuming that, the, that this price is going through on a Doraisa level. It means on a Doraisa level there would be two potential Yisurim. And that's why we have a Rai, Rabbi Yossi must hold that these two issues are Daraisas. How could we explain, according to Rish Lakish Rishem Rabbi Yossi, that the issues of Chulun Ba'azara and Shlitas Olf, Menatara, only drop on in issues? And that's why the Chi of Chinach of the Kid, who's in Nazir, are able to push them away. Here we see by the discussion of Chatas Olf, even Bala Safik, but it's not eaten. The reason why we don't eat it is because there are two potential Isurim. So, so, so we see that these issues are Daraisa. So the Gemara says, how do you know? The Gemara answers, he responded, he challenged the question. He said, no, it just means it appears like you're doing two Darabana and Isurim. Meaning it's not that it's actually Isurim that are from the Torah. That's not our point. It's not actually Isurim in the Torah. There's no Isra Chulim Bazara, and there's no Shkita Sof in the It just means that it would appear like two Isurim, so you don't necessarily have a basis that it should be eaten because it is only a din, a din midrabana. So now let me just go through this. There's a lot of raid over here. Okay, so Nuwar accepts that maybe it's only drama. There's a lot of raid. When you bring an Ashram Tali, is it a chi of vadai or a chi of suffolk? What do I mean by that? The din that if there are two pieces of meat, if you don't know if you sin, you bring a carbon. Is it pshat you're only bringing a carbon on the possibility you ate the bad meat? Or is it pshat that since you don't know, you bring the carbon, and even if it's revealed to Hashem, that you didn't eat the wrong piece of meat, you're obligated to bring a carbon because you don't know. It sounds like from the Gemara that it's really only a chi of suffolk. And that's what, what the Gemara is saying. Like, Ashram Tali, like, like it's a suffolk, and you bring a me suffolk, but it's not so bad that the meat's eaten because it's only potentially one iser. Chazo Sofabala suffolk would be a potential two iserim. It's a potential that it's Kulun Bazara and that it's Nevela if it's not meant to be brought, and therefore don't eat it. What, what does that mean? That's what Hashem wrote. There's a chi of carbon if you don't know. It's not like you're risking anything when you bring an Ashram Tali. And to bring out the point just a little bit more, you know, an Ashram Tali is a different carbon. If you know for sure that you sinned, what carbon do you bring? You bring a chatas. When you don't know if you ate the wrong piece of meat, what do you bring? You bring an Ashram Tali. It's not Hashem saying, go risk bringing a carbon. That's not what, that's not what, chata, that's not what Ashram Tali is. Ashram Tali is a different shame carbon that a person brings when they're in the suffix scenario of sin. The Gemara is portraying it as if Ashram Tali is just go risk bringing a chatas. Go risk bringing a chatas if you don't know if you sin. And then we're like lining that up with chatas of Abala something. Very interesting. It's very different. Pashas Ashram Tali, you understand, a different Chiyavada. There, it's not a separate carbon. There, the whole Taisha Chatasov Balasafik is just, you don't know if you're high of the carbon, so bring it and risk it. it. Are they really the same? Are they different? It's a very, very hard idea here in the Gemara. Achronim really have a lot of discussion about the nature of Chatasov Balasafik and the nature of Ashram Tali based upon our Gemara. Al now we're done with that little side tangent about those points. We're getting back to our Iker issue, which is the dispute between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi What's the origin of the Chiyof if a father accepts Naziris for his son? According to Rabbi Yochanan, it's Allah and Mishri Sinai that it's binding on a Daraisa level. According to Rabbi Shlakish, it's only Darabanan of Chinach. So the Mars says, Let's say it's, a, it's, a, it's the same issue what we see in Machlokas here in the Tanam. The Tanam argued, Until when can a father make Naziris on his son? Until he has the two pubic hairs. Remember, a bar mitzvah boy is not when you turn 13. A bar mitzvah boy is when the age of 13 is 
there, and here the hairs come. So according to Rebbe, until the boy is bar mitzvah, the father has the right, until he's a gadol, until the two pubic hairs are there, he has the right to make naziris on him. No, it stops when he reaches the age of taking a vow. What does that mean? It means a boy between his 12th and 13th birthday. There's a drush of the Gemara in Nida, Ish Kiafni Neder. Kiafli means that as soon as the boy is even close to bar mitzvah, a nadarim can be binding. So pastures, this might even be a dindarai, so the Gemara will discuss this in a little bit, that even before the age of bar mitzvah, within the 13th year of his life, he's able to accept nadarim. So the machlekes is, until when can the father impose naziris? Is it until he's 13 with the pubic hairs, or only until the 12th birthday? So my lav why don't we say this is pshat of the machlokas? Rabbi, Rabbi holds, like Rabbi Yochanan, so therefore it's got nothing to do with chinuch. So even though the kid reached the age that he himself can make a vow, it doesn't make a difference. The father can continue to make him a nazir until there's two pubic hairs, because it's not about educating the kid to do what he's not obligated to do yet. It's just about a din. You can't overthink it. So even though the kid is in his 13th year, until he's a bar mitzvah boy, the father's prerogative is there. He says that it's only until the kid reaches the age of vows. He was like Rish Lakish, that the whole thing is a Rabbanan to help him train with the mitzvahs. And the Gemara says, and once the kid turns to the age of vows, where he's leaving the father's Rishos, meaning in regarding vows, he don't have to train him to what he already does now. In other words, the Gemara is assuming a very interesting logic. Once he becomes the onus Nadarm, he can do it himself. He doesn't need you to tra- You train someone before they do it themselves. So once he reaches onus Nadarim, so Sula Machayu, the father no longer has Chinach. That would be the Pshat, whether it stops after the 12th birthday or not. If it's a Chinach, Chinach, the kid can do it himself at this point. But if it's a Stama, Allah, Sinai, so then it would continue until he's a Bar Mitzvah boy. So the Gemara says that, no, that's not necessarily the analysis. Amri Lo, that might not necessarily be the dispute. Kuli Allah, it could be everyone agrees, it's Allah, Sinai. They're arguing about what is the status of this din that someone between their 12th and 13th birthday can make a nether. What, what, what is that? So before I was saying, you know, it's Xeris HaKasov. Rabbi Savar, it's really only a din to Rabbanan. The Pasuk that was quoted is only an Asmachta. So if it's only a Rabbanan, doesn't make a difference that the kid has the right to make himself into a Nazir. Why does that stop me from making my son a Nazir? The kid can make himself a Nazir at a Durabana level. But the Torah gave me, Allah gave me a right to make him a Nazir at a Durabana level. So my right is stronger than his right, so I could still make him a Nazir. No, it's Xeris HaKashuk, which is Durabana. And therefore, the logic, very interesting, even though it's Allah HaMashimah, I can make my son a Nazir. But if he can make himself a Nazir, then it's Mistaber that I don't have the right. That's where the Gemara is switching now. Before the Gemara held that if it was Allah I have the right until he's a bar mitzvah boy. Now the Gemara is assuming otherwise. The Gemara is saying, no. If so then we could understand that it ends once he gets to the a stage that he could do it himself. A third interpretation here. Um, everybody might hold we're only working with and holding a is only a Durabanan. So what's the question then? Rabbi Sava, Rabbi held that I could do it until the kid is bar mitzvah boy. He was asi chinuch derabanan. The chiyav chinuch is derabanan, and mufa samach leish is derabanan. Chinuch is more important than that. Meaning to say, since midaraisa, the kid can't accept nadarim. So the din chinuch says, train him for what it is on the daraisa level. Right, that's the whole point of chinuch. You train him to do what he needs to do when he's adult. So it doesn't make a difference that midrabbanon he could accept the nether himself once he's twelve. Chinuch says you should still be training him because klape the Torah. He's not yet able to do his own nadar. 
heals, you can only do it until the kid reaches 12. No, Chinuch doesn't push away the din that he himself can do it. Meaning to say, once Midrabanan, it's all Drabanan world, right? Chinuch is Drabanan, this is Drabanan. So once Midrabanan, he can do it himself, there's no din Drabanan to train Okay, so we had three different analysis of the dispute, whether the din of making him a Nazar goes until he's a Mitzvah boy or only until he's a Mufa, Samach, Leish, but it might not, it's not necessarily dependent upon our factor of whether it's a, it's Allah HaMashim Sinai or Chinach. Says the Gemara, let's say that those Tanam are like these Tanam. The Tanya says in the Brides, Maisa, there was a story, we're going to go through a story here, his father made him a Nazar. The father brought him on that day in front of Rabbi Gamliel, there was evidently a badika. It had to be checked. Rabbi Gamliel, both Rabbi Gamliel is checking the kid. To know whether or not he had the pubic hairs, meaning he was checking to see if he was a gadol. And that's the Pashup shot because the father's right to, be, to impose in his ears could, there, could be upon the kid until, he's a, until he has the two pubic hairs. So they were checking if the kid had them. Rabbi Yossi says, no, that's not what happened. The checking was to figure out if he was be of if he was be if he if he was between twelve and thirteen years old, meaning to say, we're trying to understand whether he was a mufla samachlish. I just checked the birthday, right? What what, so what are you checking him? The answer is the Gemara Nida says that even if he's twelve, if he doesn't understand Nidarim, then he can't make another. So they were checking to see he was twelve, but they were checking to see if he understood Nidarim. So basically, it seems like this. The first version of the story, the father can make Naziris until he becomes a full adult. So they were checking about the pubic hairs. This, that sounds like Rebbe. The second version of the story assumes that it's only until the onus Nadarm. So they were checking whether or not he understood Nadarm. Now the Brisa continues. Amr Rabchanina said, Rebbe Atasalavad Kini. So Rabchanina said to him, he says, no, 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 no. Don't, don't bother yourself to check me, says the kid, because I'm going to be a Nazar. Imka Anani. He says, don't bother looking at me. Why? If I'm a kid, then I'm a Nazar because my father made me a Nazar. Even if I'm an adult, so I'll be a Nazar because of myself. Pashit, he means, I'll make myself my own Naziris. So what, what are you trying to figure out if I am a Nazar or if I'm not? Either way, I'll cover it. You know, even if, even if I'm a god already, then I'll be an azar for myself. Amr Gamliel, Nishaka Rosh, Gamliel heard this and he kissed Rabchanina on the head. Amr, he said, I know that this one is going to end up being a great Tamachacham. Amr, only a few days passed and he already had made, had become, you know, emerged, emerged as, 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 as somebody very, uh, very strong in, in Klal Yisrael, Amor Halacha. So the Gemara now assumes here, and this is what we want. That what did it mean? What did we mean here? And Rukhanina said, if I'm a katan or if I'm a gadol, what did he mean? The Gemara assumes he didn't mean literally katan or, or literally gadol. The Gemara assumes he meant higiyah onus nadarm. So the Gemara says like this: that the age that the father makes his ears until only until the onus nadarm. That's what Rukhanina was saying. In if I'm still a katan, meaning I'm not yet. Then my father's thing is binding because of the because of because of chinuch. And if I'm an adult, meaning if I have onus nadarim, I'll make naziris for myself. According to Rebbe, that it really depends until the two pubic hairs. What did Rebbe Chanina mean when he said, "If I'm a gadol, I'll be will be for myself." It's mashma that he was saying that if he was twelve, then his father can't make nadarim on him. Why is that true? According to Rebbe, his father can make nadarim on him until he's bar mitzvah. On top of Ahmed Aleph, his father can make him into a Nazar until he has the two pubic hairs. So the Gemara explains that no, what he meant was whether literally he was a Gadol. Rather, what he meant to say is, if I don't have the two pubic hairs, I'll be a Nazar because of my father. ask me If I already have the two pubic hairs, I'll be a Nazar for myself. So basically, no problem. We just switched that the kid was saying if I'm, literally, if I'm a Bar Mitzvah boy or not.
But says the Gemara, still, we have a problem. If he had two pubic hairs before the father made the Nazir, his common Nazir's delay. Very good. Then he'll accept his own Nazir's upon himself. That's good. But if he didn't grow the two pubic hairs until the, until the end of the term, common Nazir's Davua, then it means the Nazir's of the father actually was, 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 it was, it was the Nazir's that was observed by the father. Meaning, if let's say he had the pubic hairs before the father made the thing. So very good. He'll have his own Nazir's. If his pubic hairs only came after the term was completed, very good. He'll have the Nazir's of his father. But what happens? What if he grew the pubic hairs in the middle of the term? That will not be good because the halacha Moshe Misinai that the father can make him a Nazir runs out once the pubic hairs are there. And he was only makabal the Nazir's. If he could only be makabal his own Nazir's once he has two pubic hairs. So let's say he observed 30 days of Nazir's. He's going to be messed up. Let's say on day 15, the pubic hairs came. So then the halacha Moshe Misinai of his father's Nazir's runs out in the middle and he didn't make his own Nazir's and observe his own term of Nazir's. So Again, according to Rabbi Yisrael, it's not about the pubic hairs. It's only until the age of vows. That's good. According to Rabbi, that is until the hairs are there. Michael and Maymar. Maybe he reached the adulthood before the end of the Nazir's and the Karbanos are going to be caught. We're not going to be able to bring the Karbanos. He may only have two halves. Two halves of Nazirus, he has no complete term. So the Gemara says, you're right. According to Rebbe, there was no way for him to be guaranteed that it's going to work until he does a 60-day thing, you know, like so that no matter what, he has at least 30 days, a full term for Alta's father, a full term for him to cover his bases, and only at that point can he bring carbonates. Then we're guaranteed. Whether or not the pubic hairs came at any point, either they didn't come, so he had at least 30 days from the father, or they did come at least 30 days for himself. If he counts the full two full terms, then he brings carbonates, he'll be good. So in conclusion, we learned today that a father can make his son into another son, not a father for the daughters, not a mother for a son. We learn two different approaches. According to Rabbi Yochanan, it's halacha Moshe Misinai, don't ask too many questions. It's a full din to Araisa. According to Rish Lakish, it's a din to Rabbanan. The Gemara went through six or seven challenges on, on Rish Lakish, trying to figure out if it's only the Rabbanan. How does that work with all the dinam and Maziris, bringing Karbanos and becoming Tameh and back and forth and shaving the hair? All the different questions that we went through. Ultimately, we were able to satisfy them and we end up with a machlokas. And we also end up with a machlokas, another thing which isn't necessarily the same dispute until when can a father do, impose the Naziris on his son? Is it until he becomes a bar mitzvah boy or only until the age that he's able to make Nadarim uh, for himself?